poor guy's been through a lot. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, The Little Kitten, by Nicola Killian, published by Simon and Schuster. Tis the season. The Little Kitten is a Halloween book. We'll be reviewing more like this leading up to our Halloween week, where we'll be reviewing only Halloween books, except for maybe the celebrity review. Might be hard to find a Halloween celebrity book besides Jerry Seinfeld's. If you know of one, let us know in a review or on a comment on Instagram. Anyway, the little kitten follows a little girl named Ollie, who clearly likes cats. How can I make this assertion? She's dressed up like a cat the entire book. Ollie has a pet cat too, that she wanders off into the woods with, where she finds a lost kitten. Will Ollie be the savior this little kitten needs, or will she be this kitten's worst nightmare? Well, keep your dog at home for this one, and let's dive in. The story begins on Ollie in her cat costume, followed by her actual cat named Pumpkin. From this, I think we can make the assumption, this girl likes Halloween, or at least fall with a name like that for her cat. I will give her credit, she could have gone more basic bitch, and called her cat, Pumpkin Spice. Oh, I just love this time of year, cause I can get my PSL from Starbucks. It's my favorite. These two are going outside to play this morning, and the book makes no reference to it being Halloween and I don't see no candy bag in her hand. So I have to ask, is Ollie the crazy girl at school who pretends to be a cat all day or day? If someone doesn't step in fast and put a stop to this, she's destined to die alone as the crazy old cat lady down the block, whose house reeks of cat piss, who has as many cats as she has cat shirts, and judging by her costume, she's gonna have a lot. Outside, Ollie and Pumpkin began to jump in leaf piles. And just before Ollie was about to jump in one, she heard some rustling sounds. Better run, get about that bitch, and don't look back. It's destined to be a snake or a rat, or maybe my cousin's pet chihuahua. That thing is nasty. Before Ollie could act, the wind blew the leaves. See, this is why you don't just make leaf piles. The leaves will be right back where you raked them the next day. You gotta tag them and bag them. Anyway, what does Ollie find? Quote, Hiding underneath was a little shivering kitten. End quote. Oh, that's so sad. The poor thing has hypothermia. So what does Ollie do? Instead of bringing the kitten back home to safety or calling the proper authorities to make sure the kitten is okay, she decides to play hide-and-seek with it. So you mean to tell me this kitten was already lost once and now she's trying to lose it again? What kind of sick joke is she trying to pull here? That was fun finding you. Let's do it again. And then when I find you, I'll give you a chance to find me. Okay, run along. One, two, three. Ready or not, here I come. He's not under the leaves again. Then he must be in this log. Nope. What's that pumpkin? You last saw him in the middle of the road? 
And I don't see him. Wow. He's a really good hider. I'm bored. Wanna go home? The kitten is delirious, clinging to his life, and will probably end up getting a ride on the grill on the front of a semi. This little guy is going to need all the luck in the world to survive this encounter. Speaking of, luckily, or unluckily, Ollie does find the kitten, and the three of these guys decide to take a nap in the woods. I think I know where Ollie gets her lackadaisical attitude from. It's her parents. What parents will let their daughter be out so long that she can go deep into a forest and take a nap on a pile of leaves like a homeless person, and still not go looking for her? Ollie wakes up from her slumber and continues to frolic with the little kitten. She has not a care in the world, even for her pet cat Pumpkin, who she ditched while he was sleeping. While the kitten and Ollie are playing, they see signs posted everywhere for a lost kitten that just so happens to look exactly like the one Ollie is playing with. And she's like, Wait a minute. That's your ways. So the girl and the kitten go racing down a mysterious path to try and find where the kitten's owners lived. Couldn't she have just read the sign for the owner's phone number and given them a call? Hey, I got your pussy. No, not her. I saw her at the store earlier. Yo pussy! These two roll up to a random house, and Ollie never meets the owners. She just lets the kitten run off one last time, while, quote, Ollie waved goodbye. She felt sad, but knew the kitten had someone who loved him, just as much as she loved, dot dot dot, Pumpkin! Oh, Pumpkin, sobbed Ollie as she realized she'd left her own cat behind. End quote. Classic. The old, oops, I forgot. She's a perfect two for two when it comes to losing cats. Ollie goes on a wild goose chase as nighttime approaches, but she gives up rather quickly and pulls out one more card. The poor, poor, pitiful me one. While she's sulking in her self-pity, Pumpkin rolls up and is like, This pumpkin don't smash easily. You're gonna need a corn maze to lose me. Ollie and Pumpkin make amends and head home in the dead of night. We still don't see her parents, but we do see a witch riding a broomstick with the kitten she came across earlier on the back, flying by the window. Jeez, now we got more insight into what that kitten went through. He fell off the back of that witch's broom and into that leave pile. No wonder he was shaking. His head was wrecked from the fall. Someone strap that cat in, please. The story comes to an end the next morning when Ollie sees that the witch dropped off a pumpkin with a face of a cat carved into it. That has to be a threat. Like, you abused my cat, now I'm coming for pumpkin. I think the moral here is, Parental supervision is sometimes necessary. This girl treated two cats horribly, to say the least. She had no clue how to take care of them and make sure they were safe. She also didn't even keep herself safe. Sometimes parents need to give some guidance to their children, especially when it comes to animals. Nicola's writing didn't wow me. Seemed there were a few too many problems in the story. She should have stuck with one. Case in point, Ollie should have only lost 
or found one cat. The extra little problem at the end just felt like a page waster. I will give her credit though, she did capture the Halloween vibe quite well. Instead of coming out and saying, this is Halloween, she made subtle nods. I believe most of the Halloween feel came from the pictures. They were predominantly black and white with orange accents throughout. She also threw in a few Easter eggs for us to find. What can I say? Her pictures were really well done. If you're like me still trying to cling on to the summer and don't want to fully commit to Halloween quite yet, this one might help ease you into it. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 3.3. I'll have a heap of helping and go back for a few more bites as long as Ollie didn't make it herself. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.